0: Screen number 933. Or sorry, it's 693. Good evening, Saints. God bless you this evening. Nice to see you all out this evening. And you know, we've been remembering through the week, we mentioned on Wednesday you know, the passing of our sister Aline Domey. Not an old sister, just a few years older than myself and two young boys. And you know, it's when one member suffers, we all suffer and we get under the burden. We've been thinking about that. And but you know, I, I was just thinking about how amazing it is to know that if this earthly tabernacle will be dissolved, we have another one waiting, and that's not the end for us as sons and daughters of God. So I want to sing and rejoice with you tonight. When we all get to heaven, we'll sing and shout. Amen. What a day that's going to be. So let's rejoice. We'll continue to remember Brother Raphael, the boys, David and Daniel, and that God would just be a supernatural comforter to them during this time. Amen. So let's remember them, but also let's rejoice that we have another home. Amen. Let's sing this together.
1: So let us then be true and faithful, trusting service every day. For just, just one glimpse of him. you,
0: I'm going to see you there. I'm going to see those who have gone on before. Praise our God.
1: I'm going to let the glory roll when the roll is called in glory. I'm going to get beside myself when I get beside the King. That day I'm going to have the time of my life when the time of my life is over. Let the glory roll and the roar is calling glory. And I'm gonna get beside myself I get beside the King on that day. I'm gonna...
0: Amen. Why don't you stand with us if you haven't yet? Amen. Let's sing that chorus. What a day that will be. When my Jesus, we shall see. Amen. We do have a couple prayer requests we want to remember this evening. Let's remember the Domey family, Brother Raphael and the boys. And also Sister Shri Kukon, Please pray for my friend's four-year-old daughter, Kia, who's been diagnosed with epilepsy. She says she believes in prayer and knows we'll be praying tonight. Amen. And Brother Tim, maybe you can open the service for us, if you would, in a word of prayer. But let's just sing the song a couple times there, What a Day That Will Be. Oh, What a day that
1: will be, when my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon Him. second verse, there'll be no sorrow. Oh, and there'll be no
2: have a need, why don't you just hold that before the Lord. Wonderful Heavenly Father. Lord, it is always a privilege to be in the house of God. It's an honor to come before your throne because knowing, Lord, that you don't see us, but you see the perfect blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We hold not our good works, but we hold that great redemptive price that you paid that was sufficient Lord, to fulfill all the redemptive blessings that you have claimed, you have written for us in your word, great and precious promises that we buy them, we might be partakers of your divine nature. Lord, we love you. We love your word. We love your presence, oh God. We love when you come and anoint the word afresh to our hearts. And for that reason, we've come together this evening, Lord, that you'll take the minister of the gospel. Lord, there's only one gospel. There's many ministers, but there's only one gospel, Lord. And as we pull on the word, Lord, may you feed our hungry souls. May you pour in life and more abundantly, O God. We invite you to take the preeminence in this service, O God. Lord, we remember these needs tonight. The the young girl that has been diagnosed with epilepsy. Lord, you are the deliverer from every demon power. You have already defeated the enemy, oh God. Lord, I pray that you will just reach down into that home. And Lord, may you bring deliverance into their midst. Whatever it will take, Lord, may you just move sovereignly over that scene and bring things under your divine protection, Lord. And Father, we're remembering our brother Raphael. Lord, we don't have to imagine what he's going through. Lord, to go through that is, I don't know, I'd say worse than almost anything on the face of the earth to lose someone like that. A wife, a loved one, oh God, a mother. Oh Lord, we just hold him up. We hold the boys up, O oh God. We don't pray for our sister who's gone on. She's in a great place, Lord. But for the family that is left behind, you alone are the great comfort, O oh God. You alone can pour in what they have need of, O oh God. And so we bear them up abundantly within our hearts this evening, Lord, and ask that you move on the scene and bless them, O oh God. May you be near to them, Father, we pray. And now we just commit every part of this service, Lord, to you. Lord, whatever way you would desire to take the service, we want you to have your way. We want you, Lord, to just take Brother Murphy under your divine control. And Lord, may you direct that gift in the word, that your word might be broken to the people, Lord, we pray. Break unto us afresh the bread of life, we ask, as we commit this service to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.
0: God bless you. You may have your seats. Once again, we'd just like to welcome you into the house of the Lord this evening. So nice to see you all. Brother Menno, Sister Aidan, God bless you. Are you going to come sing for us? Please. Oh, no. <laughs> he says he can't do it. Say, well, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> all right. Well, Lord willing, next time, that we'd love to hear from you. Always good to see you, Brother Menno. Amen. If you're visiting tonight, we'd just like to extend a warm welcome to you then. We did have another special, Brother Josiah, if you'd like to come and get ready at this time and sing your special. We don't have any announcements, so we'll just go ahead and have Brother Josiah sing for us, and then we'll invite our Brother Murphy to come and minister the word this evening. All right. God bless you.
3: This is a happy birthday to Brother Paul. and gentlemen, may I have your attention. I want to introduce to you that in this corner of the good and the right stands a champion roped in white. His height exceeds the heavens, His weight outweighs the world, His reach reaches everywhere, His age is evermore. Champion of love. And he left his hometown to enter this arena to raise his hand in victory for you and me. But an angry crowd cried crucify him. He who wore the crown and they gladly watched my champion going down. Oh, but I will never count him out because I'm a witness of oh, that day he rose to proclaim champion.
4: thought you'd rather stand and rejoice. Amen. It's always good to have you, Brother Ameno, Sister Irene. Just makes my heart burst. God bless you. Nice to have you here. You can have your seats. Amen. Sally, Mark, Tori, God bless you. Nice to have you here after two years, huh? (laughs) Well, it's wonderful. Wonderful to think This is going to be a time when we never have to stop. We'll just glorify the Lord Jesus moment by moment, day by day, for all eternity. To God be the glory. Amen. Well, I've got a couple of announcements I would like to make. And um, I'm going to be away this weekend. I'll be in with Brother Ray Erickson. Brother uh, Tim is going to do a... I I love Brother Tim's mission reports. Those last couple of mission reports have been fantastic. So I told him I, we were just trying to, I was trying to adjust the schedule so that I could be home for it. And then he's away the following weekend, and we cannot delay. And uh, I think as far as the church is concerned, we're missions people. Amen. And uh, I believe in it. Brother Biscoe loves it. It's been a, our, our anchor for this assembly. And so, Brother Tim, may God bless you and use you mightily for Sunday morning. It would be a special time. Following that, on Wednesday night, October the nineteenth, for all tithe payers, uh, our, our tithe payers of this assembly, we will be having a business meeting, and that will be on a Wednesday night. It will not be streamed, and I would uh, encourage each and every one of you to be here. We'd like to break it down from the church, of uh, the school. Our brother Tim's doing missions on Sunday, which is very appropriate, and we'd like to uh, cover the camp and give you an idea, because we've had two years of COVID, and now here we are back into the normal step of things, and by the grace of God, the church is strong or stronger than it was before COVID. So we want you to know that, and the brothers will be taking it, the trustees, and um, I think it will be a blessed time on a Wednesday night. Ah. I think that's about it. So let's just sing it. Brother Murphy comes, you deserve the glory. You deserve the glory.
1: We lift our hands to worship as we praise your
5: Father, how great thou art. There's no name above the name of Jesus Christ. We pay the debts out of our salvation for our healing for everything that your children has the need of, that you have paid a debt. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we are come to worship you in truth and in spirit. And we pray you, Lord, as we have already invited you, we want to invite you to it again, Lord. And Lord, at this time, not only just come to the congregation, but come into each person's heart, Lord. Lord, we entered into the worship in the spirit, and now would open up your word, and we want you to speak your truth to our heart. Because Lord, we don't want to hear a man speaking. A man has nothing to offer. But Lord, if we can yield ourselves to you, and you can come into our heart and speak softly to each of your children. There's many needs. But Lord, only one word from you would touch the heart of the people. Only one word from you would satisfy the hunger and thirst of your child. We thank you, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name, Amen. Well, God bless you. It's uh, wonderful to be back to the house of God again. Uh, how we thank you, the Lord, uh, give us this time that we can uh, let off the pressure. And there's so many things in the world that I can to, to the pressure to the people, but this is the place, and that we can let off the pressure and put all the burdens that are laid under the feet of Jesus Christ, and we believe He will speak to us. It's so good to see you, uh, Brother Manuel. Uh, I know they asked for a singing special. You won't do it. Or would you want to do it here? <laughs> oh, well, glad to. You. <laughs> Glad you you can come to the worship together with us. Thank the Lord. Now let's turn to the scripture, uh, Book of Ezekiel, Book of Ezekiel, Chapter Forty Eight. Uh, Chapter 38, verse 30. Book of Ezekiel, chapter 48, verse 30. And this are the going out of the city on the north side, 4,500 measures. And the gates of the city shall be after the names of the tribe of Israel. Three gates northward, one gate of Reuben, one gate of a Judah, one gate of a Levi. And at the east side, 4,500, three gates, and one gate of a Joseph, one gate of a Benjamin, one gate of a Dan. And at the south side, 4500 measures, and three gates, one gate of a Simeon, one gate of Ezekiel, one gate of a Zebulun. At the west side, 4,500, it was there three gates. One gate of Gad, one gate of Asher, one gate of Naphtali. It was around about 18,000 measure. And the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. And so the Lord is there in the Hebrew, that is a Jehovah Shammah. And the Lord is there. So in well, the Lord willing, we're going to speak it about Jehovah Shammah. Tonight. Let's turn to another scripture just before we sit down. Uh, Proverb 18 10. Proverb 18 10. Just one verse. And if you haven't turned to that, that just uh, listen to me. I will read it for you. Just one verse, verse 10 18. And the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runs run us into it, and it's safe. May the Lord bless his word. You may be seated. And as we living in, it, it is the last of the age, and I think the last time I shared about the Laodicean sin and age, there's a certain uh, uh, characteristic uh, of it. And uh, there's the pressure of this age, the softer living, and the different things that the prophet has said. That the world it is, um, there's no age like the age that we we're having in this age. And it also, uh, if you notice it, then in the book of Revelation, Brother Branham talking about. Uh, uh, he said um, uh, the the four uh, the fourth horse rider, and that is the gray grizz, uh, grizzle horse, and then he had a name of it, and the name is Death. So that is, uh, whenever God says certain things, though is only a simple little word, but it has to characterize uh, the, the whole character of what is the devil that it will do that in this last hour. So if we can call it this age, it's the age of death. Because of the, the great horse rider, and this has come on the sand, and he started riding. And if he is the name of the characteristic of the, the last of the age is death, then to the opposite, the characteristic of a God in this age, it must be life. Amen. And so that has, that's the only thing that can counterattack uh, the death. Uh, you cannot use your education to counterattack the death. You cannot use your the doctrine, just a certain uh, uh, theology, so, uh, theology, to counterattack the death. But it has to be the life to counterattack the the death. That's why Brother Branham said, "Then how can I overcome?" He said, "This is the age of life." And it is the personal life of Jesus Christ and living in you. If we can summarize, that's the characteristic that God put in this last age. You must have the life of Christ living in you. Not even just have the, uh, the word, the letter form uh, of Jesus Christ living in you. Not even just have a, just the voice that we heard living in you. But you must have the life living in you. Because other than that, nothing going to overcome Satan. And we know that if this agent is the agent age of the death, and then we can see the death angel has started sweeping through the whole world. And that everything that the devil has been used, what is the, uh, what's the result of it is all death no matter how seemingly it was innocent, but you, if you watch it long enough, you let it as the devils right long enough in the person's life, you will, sooner or later, you will find that a death trial that Satan has left it in there. And so the education, the science, the worldly pleasure, the technology, or it is everything that Satan has been using in this last, in this last hour is all bring death. And more death... Than ever before the death, uh, we are uh, you can see that uh, in the, uh, uh, the cold weapon at age, they use a knife to. Uh, uh, to kill the, the, the people, and it has to make an effort to do it to cut the people 's head all of thrust it into it, and it is uh, located uh, isolated just in a certain area, but it 's only in this age, if not to the four for an Angel holding the four winds of the corner of the world, uh, that of uh, the World War I, the World War II going to destroy, uh, destroy the, the whole world. What is that? It? It's the death angel. is a start to uh, sweeping through this whole world. Because of the characteristic of that is the death. So the technology it is serving for um, uh, to use the, for them, um, the military and so the, all kinds of things. that The GPS that we're, we're using the, uh, day, uh, every day. We travel to different places. But you're thinking about that, That's the first That because the development that is for the military. The whole purpose it is is for death to use it. They use it to kill people, to track the, the people down. And you think of the technology that we use it so much, they, and this is the last of the hour, the official recognition and all kinds of things uh, uh, that we use it on our phone. But you know, but uh, into the, some evil man's the hand, they can use that to track the brothers and the sisters and can lock them up. And that all of this uh, technology that we're using—you're thinking about this. Uh, this is not only uh, we talk about it in China or in Russia or the different dictator. it's it happen? Is it around the world? Is it happen? Is it right over here? As the time goes by, all you can see all those technology or whatever that is—it will always left as a the trace of a death that angels is writing. So if we can see that the death that had a sound that it. A lot of time when we talk about a death, well, we think thinking about the person who died. And it was a, the death, it was a rattling that in their uh, uh, in their throat and they, they braced it out that it died, or the people that before they died they just crying out. And the, but a lot of time the death when this writing is actually it's a silent. It's not a coming in the a big sound. Death is not only just coming in the bomb. Death is not only coming just in the siren. Death is not a coming just in the, the nuclear bomb and just destroys the millions after the million people. And think about the spiritual death, as how many people have been killed. And I think about the, the, the silence of the death that in the church, like what we're sitting here, and the, but a, a crown that was a different name the Baptist, the, the Methodist, the, the Pentecostal, the, the Catholic. Without the sound of it, without even the appearance of a death, but there is the death angel is sweeping through. And it's the death one that come. it doesn't come just with a noise that's coming. Death a lot of the time is to come with such a silence in a style, and then it'll come into the person either in their life, in their marriage life, in their family life, and in you know, their children. Before we know it, death has taken control. And the, the Bible, even the First Timothy chapter five, uh, uh, verse six, uh, it says that the woman shall live in uh, the pleasure, and that is a uh, dead while she is a uh, living. And, and you think that as the death uh, later on uh, find her, and she maybe will go to the death and go go to the coffin and go to, uh, go got killed or or died in uh, the old age or whatever that is. But death while she was a living. And that the Bible has said that the person who lives in the pleasure and while she's living, she's already dead. So death has a sound behind it. And that the sound is not something that a we ear can heard. But the sound—it was a spiritually speaking. When the death started arriving, but only the believer, when they are uh, having the word that they have, them to discern. that they know even when they see everything seemingly okay, but they can recognize that the death angel is behind it. They can hear the, the spiritual sound of the death that was riding along. When they saw devils start to coming into their home, though it seems like everything is perfectly fine, but something there was alarm that in believers' heart. This is not it. This is not what it's supposed to be. When it's cold wind starts to come into the family, come into the, the person who's alive, though they can sit in the, in the church, though they can uh, they're still reading the Bible, have you ever felt that there's somehow something that in the believer, Then it's not talking about you're backsliding, it's not talking about that you go to the, the world, but there's something that's sounding an alarm. Yeah. Lord, this is not what it ought to be. Though everybody else is my thinking, my saying that you're fine, you're the spiritual person. But something alarmed at that is in there that said, to you, Lord, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Because there's a death angel is always to try to lure you into it. And we see that uh, Brother Branham said in uh, the end time evangelism, he said we find out that at the beginning, when a messenger was sent, he said to misconstrue his word, or to doubt one word, it was a total annihilation, an eternal separation from God, to misconstrue the messen- messenger's word. That caused a death. What caused death? is not only just a physical death, but spiritual death. Death means eternally eternally separated from God. What we'll caused that? Just one word that the people doubted at that will cause death that are put into the people's lives. And even so, the death, so the result of the physical death is only later on to follow. But even when the person, when they doubted the word, you don't know when will be your last chance. You can doubt it and doubt it and doubt it, but God is a patience. But God's patience, sooner or later, it will run out. And then the deaths were taken control. The people they lost their desire. People lost their passion. Lost their fervency to the word of a God. And this is the time that a characteristic of the death angel has a predominantly started riding along in the whole world. And in the church as well. But in the opposite of it, that is the life. How to get a life. If it is separating, if it is permanent, eternal, it is separated from God by just uh, doubting the one word, and then that way believing every word of a God will give you the eternal life. Amen. Death is eternally separated from God, and as I said, a lot of times songs of the death it was a, a very coming in a very styles way, but how the death of the angel has a, a coming in. Come in in this age. He uses the uncertainty. He uses the uncertain songs that have caused you to doubt the word. And then, then the death starts to writing in him. Whenever there is the people that sow the seed, give you an uncertainty. That you not be uncertain about the word of God. That is the death angel behind it. That if you have the discernment that you should recognize, then there's the songs of the death. Start to the writing then. And that only the sound of life will counterattack it. What is the sound of a life then? If the sound of the death is the doubting about a word, is it uncertainty to give it to the, to the word, then the sound of life is the thus says the Lord. That's what the prophet in this age has given it to us. It's the thus says the Lord. There's nothing that in the message that is uncertain. Everything the Word of God in this hour give it to us is absolutely certain. Amen. And what He do to the discernment of lying after He's telling us that not even one time was wrong. It's to show to us God gave us a, a certainty. Amen. That's the Word that has an absolute certainty to it. Amen. And if you give yourself to the certainty of the Word, Amen. then that's the life, the sons of life would be speaking to you. But when a person doubted it about a word and given himself to an uncertain word, some man's technology, a man's theology, or an immense idea, or this person has a view on the YouTube, or that person has a view on the Instagram, this body posting this or that person posting that, that's the sound of uncertainty. If it sounds of uncertainty, that is also the sound of the death. Right. And the only way to counter attack it is believe the certain word that in this hour. Yeah. Everything else is uncertain. Right. Education is uncertain. Yeah. Technology it is uncertain. Yeah. Family life it is uncertain. Yeah. Your love to your husband is uncertain. And the love to your wife, that is uncertain. If not based on a certain word of God. Your emotion is uncertain. Your excitement is uncertain. Yes. But it's the one thing that yes. is certain, that is the word in this hour. Amen. When God proves that, that is the certain sound of God's word. And when you believe in that, that will give you the life. That will keep your marriage. Amen. That will keep your family. That will keep your children. Amen. It's the sound of life will keep your children. Amen. Amen. A lot of times, you know, the sound of death was hiding in himself and in such a disguise that only people couldn't recognize it. And it's—I uh, already said it too. A lot of it, I don't want to go, go anymore more into that. Many things that in this world, that is the sound of a lot, sound of a death, and I hide it in innocency. But you see, let's bring to it a positive uh, a side of it. There is a sound of death that God must listen. The sound of death. But Branham said, and an uncertain sound. And he talked about a can. He said, There was a can. He made an altar. He built there and he he erected it in a memorial of Jehovah. He wasn't an infidel. He made an altar and a commemoration of Jehovah and put a sacrifice on that and laid himself on an altar and called out to God. And God refused his calling out. Because that it didn't have the right sound, and what he offered, there's a no right sound to it. Amen. He offered an apple. He offered a crop. He offered the different things that the fruits that are in the field. But there's a no sound. What sound, God? Listen. There was nothing there to cry out. That was the dying. There was nothing, no death, to appease him, God. That sin had to be paid for by death. God listening to a song. That is the sound of death. Because only when he heard the sound of death, then he will send down forgiveness. Then he will send down peace. Then he will send down joy. But first, he must have heard the sound of death. Without the sound of death, There's no sound of life follows that either. God has to first hear the sound of death. Then he will send the blessing down. When Cain offered all of that, there's no sound of death. There's no sound of a crying. There's no dying lamb there. But when Abel offered that, God heard that sound. Brother Abraham said, he's got to hear the sound of death. Bless God. What God wants of today is you to die. Yes. Die to the things of the world and yourself. Yes. Hear us screaming. Say, Lord, take me as I am. Yes. That's what God wants. He wants that sound of death. That death rattle of an old man, Adam, that's dying. That he might come in and take his place and ruse you and be your Lord. He must hear the sound of a death first. But before you can do, you can die to yourself. The Lord himself, he must be an example of it. So when the Lord Jehovah, when Jesus, when he was nailed down to the cross. And he said, Eli, Eli, that means my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? What is that sound? That is the sound of a death. And even before that, in the garden of Gethsemane, when he was going under the prayer, he said, "Lord, if it's possible, take this cup away from me." And he died the most of death that in the garden of Gethsemane. What is that? That is the sound of a death. But when God hears that sound of a death. Then he sent the resurrection. And then the life started coming out. But first he must hear the sound of a death. When God heard the sound of a the death, then when the resurrection come, then the Jesus came out of from the grave. Then he said, you wait in the Jerusalem. Wait until you have the power from on high. Those disciples, they must die to themselves. They must die to their idea. They must die to their fear. They must die to their inferiority. They must die to them that I'm unworthy. They must die to all of them. Peter has to die to his own mistake, his own failure. God has to hear that sound of death first. Amen. Then there's a mighty rushing wind coming down from heaven. Then they heard the sound of life. Then their life was completely changed. But how many times we saw people, they love to hear the sound of life, but they cannot have the sound of death. How many times we that we figured we see the, the people and we ask them, oh, they coming for prayer, but they wouldn't want to die. No, they're in our mouths, they want to die, but our action shows they don't want to die. And then they come up and they said, oh, I'm okay, I'm fine. But it never heard, but God never heard the sound of death. And if want to hear the sound of a life coming from heaven. You wonder why it didn't come. Because God hasn't heard the sound of a death yet. Yes. But when you die yeah. on an altar yeah. at your pew or whatever at That's your so chair, that. at your home, yes. then God will come down, yes. bring a new life to that person. Yes. I remember I was in that little trailer used to be where the BCA school is. at. I'm dying to myself. It's hard. It's it's a brutal. And it was the things that nobody wanted to do. But something was burning in my heart. Yes. I the Lord. It's a message not supposed to be just in the light of form. It's not supposed to be, Lord. I'm not what I uh, what I want. I'm not what I ought to be. I'm not what I uh, what I want to be. I'm not what I. Uh, what I but I'm not what I ought to be. I'm asking myself, why I'm not what I ought to be? Why I'm not what I ought to be? Why I'm not what I want to be? I want to have a life. I want to have the life of Christ living in me. I want to live a victorious life. I don't want to be treading down, be predominated by sin that is in my life. You must be coming to that point, and then you die to yourself. Then the Lord, He heard that sound of death. It's not only just a crying. It's not only just a tear dropping down, but something happened inside. I'm talking to the Lord. I the Lord, I need to leave my family. I need to leave my wife. I need to leave my children. But Lord, I cannot just quote a quote to leaving them. There must be a life that can be dedicated. Then I can say it's not me living anymore, but he's living in me. Amen. And it's vindicated approved. approved there's a something that you cannot do, but he's doing it in your life. Amen. It's what Ram said in the Christ of the of God. It's not you live anymore, but he sent down the life living in you. you got to hear the sound of death. That's what God wants. He wants that sound of death, the death rattle of the old man, Adam. He needs to hear that sound. That sound that doesn't have to be jumping up. That sound that doesn't have to be pumping at an altar. That sound that doesn't have to be, you telling the people, I died, I died. That sound that doesn't even have to, you're screaming it out. But even just quietly, but soberly, but desperately, something inside of you, young people as well. So, Lord, I cannot live just follow a coattail of my dad and my father. I cannot have just been sitting at the, the, the pew day after day and year after the, the year and had a fellowship with a believer, but a life that doesn't show a life of a believer at all. I'm not rebuking you. I'm just telling you, there is a need there. There's a need. God needs to hear the sound of life. Yes. Otherwise, he cannot to the sound of life into you. Amen. And how do you let the sound of life to come? He must hear the Son of death, the person must be the dedicated to the give them the whole self to God and then to dedicate them to So, Lord, you have to do something to my life. My other people might not see it, but Lord, I know what is need that is in my life. And then you must feed on the word without a feeding on the word. How can you expect? That you even want to die. The desire to die is when you see the word of a God. And then when you see the word start to dealing with you, then you know that your life it is lying, not line up with it. Then you know that they have, you have a need that is in your life. So Lord, Lord, I need that life. I need the life of a Christ that is living inside. of I me. Mean, as more you feeding on the word, and there is more desire. That you want to have the word. And you have to think. That a king. Brother uh, Abraham said. He offered all these uh, crops. And, and things. But he, uh, there's no sound of a death. in there. There's no lamb. That was, uh, was offered in there. You know when God. is Feeding the, the children. That's in Israel. He doesn't feed them. Uh, all different tastes of, of food. He only uh, feed them on the one food, that is the manna, and it doesn't have the thousand, of flavor or taste that are in there. It just tastes like a honey. I think Brother Tom has preached on that. He gave them the one; it's not so that God tried to suit to our taste, but we must suit ourselves to His taste. And you find out as the time goes on that the people they start to wanting different type of food. And that the message of this hour, and to not become the only food that we're eating. Then it become a you got a message of the hour plus plus plus. There's a no plus. There's only one word that it in there. The reason there's only one word God gave it to us, there's not a different taste of it, but only one taste of it. You cannot add to the word mix wizard of psychology. You cannot mix that a wizard of denomination of food. You cannot mix it up with the social gospel. There's nothing that you can mix it. Why you cannot mix it? Because all the rest of them, there's no sound of death in there. Their man's idea doesn't have a sound of a death. Because it have no blood, it cannot die. The psychology cannot die for you. The medication cannot die for you. The doctor cannot die for you. There's a no sound of a death, but only in this message there is a sound of a death Amen. because there's a life in it. Yes, when those things that there's a no death because there's a no life that he can give it out, that's why it cannot do you any good. Though it seems like a temporarily it might be helping people, but eventually it destroys the people. I think it's a behooves to the believer that they the focus themselves. They themselves be locked just in what the message has said to us. Because that will give you the life. And all you need to do is keep feeding on the word that the Lord has given it to this hour. It's not that a plus, but it's just keeping on, keep feeding on the right word. And Brother Abraham said it when you are born into the kingdom of a God, just a little baby in Christ. Everything that you have a need of in this life's journey is in you when you receive the Holy Ghost. Then, what do you have to do is drink and drink and keep on drinking. Don't just stop when you join church and are baptized. Just keep drinking till you have faith for this, and faith for that, and faith for this, and push out until all the manifestation of the holy spirit is a living in the church. So all we need to do keep on drinking. Keep on drinking of the word. All the potential is already living in you, but it is in a seed form. But as you keep on drinking, then God will start to manifest it. And it's in this last hour, God gave us the message that this message, though it had one taste, but this message uh, can meet every need. And uh, no matter it is your physical need, or it is your family need, or it is your marriage need, any need that on this earth, that the message in this hour has provided it to you. And any need for you to go to the rapture, to the body change, to set our food on the golden strait, and all is laid in the word in this hour as well. So when Jesus, when he died and he purchased, he paid the debt of every need for our journey that on this earth. And all that was a, the Bible has been speaking about is all in Jesus Christ. It's all laid in him. And he is in the fullness of a Godhead bodily. And it is the last the hour. Christ has manifested himself in his fullness that before us. So in this hour, we have no lacking of anything. That whatever that need is, God has given it to us through the word in this hour. And the Bible is speaking about the name of Jehovah. There's a seven compound name. Of the Jehovah. It is a Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, and a Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Rod, Jehovah Shammah that we just uh, read to the scripture. And that's sort of going into uh, each one of them uh, just uh, for, for a little bit. But we have to know all this Jehovah that no matter if it's a Jarrah or Rapha, everything is all laid in Jesus Christ. Because of the Jehovah in the old. Is it a Jesus in the new? Amen. Whatever that a blessing or benefit, anything that is in the name of a Jehovah is all that in that atonement. is all that in Jesus Christ. Amen. But how that it to be manifested? Let's read it. Brother Branham said in a believing, a, a belief, a believing God. And he was talking about, it was a, there was a person that I argue, uh, the brother Branham? And about the divine healing. Then Brother Branham said, I said, do you believe the seven redemptive names? Compound name. That the compound names belongs to Jesus. And if he wasn't, then he didn't fulfill. And he didn't fulfill. And in him was them seven compound names. Then he wasn't the Jehovah Jireh. There is a Jehovah Jireh. God has provided sacrifice. And you will have to admit that or say that he wasn't the son of God. That if he is Jehovah Jireh, he's a Jehovah Rapha. The healer also. For all seven compound names, our victory is our banner, is our shield, and our buckler, and our healing, and our salvation, our provided sacrifice. All laid in him. And when he died out of Calvary, he spawned a principalities, raised it up, threw his hand up, said, it is a finished. Hallelujah. Devil tremble, hell shock, and went every way, and he rose up on Easter morning. I am he that was dead and is alive again. There he is, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Manasseh, Jehovah Jireh, God's provided a sacrifice. Everything laid in Jesus Christ. And when he died, and all this name of Jehovah was manifested, Amen. then is a Jehovah Jireh. And in the book of Genesis 22, 14, 13, it said, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him, a ram caught in the thicket by the horn. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up before the burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. That Jehovah-Jireh ended also laid in Jesus Christ. When Jesus died, when Jesus paid the price and paid the death of it, he is also Jehovah-Jireh. He's a provider of all your need. It's not only just the Old Testament that are fulfilled in uh, Abraham's time in his life, but it can be fulfilled in you if you receive him. He's a Jehovah-Jireh. That means that Jehovah, the Lord, sees. I preached it before. The Lord, if he sees, he will see you through. When he sees that you have a need. When you see that you move according to the word of God, you acted upon the word, you die to yourself, and when God hears out the sound of a death, he will send down the life, sound of a life to you. Amen. He's a Jehovah Jireh. That means that the Lord will provide a sacrifice. It's not that you provide yourself a sacrifice, but he provides a sacrifice. And that is it in Jesus Christ that you receive. When you receive the word, when you receive that person, you literally receive it in the name of a Jehovah Jireh, who is a manifest in Jesus Christ. But now, when you receive it, it's a living inside of you. You possess that name. It's not only to possess the name of a Jesus, but the attributes in that name, Jehovah Jireh, yes. possess it inside of you. He will provide a sacrifice when you're in need, he's the one, he said, I saw your need Bird Alex. I know you burdened for your son, and I'm burdened for him too, but I'm Jehovah Jireh. I will provide a sacrifice for him. And then he become a Jehovah Rapha in Exodus 15, 25, It said, and he cried, unto the Lord. And Moses did need water. The waters had become bitter. And And the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast it into the water, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance. And there he proved to them and said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. And will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandment, Amen. and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptian. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Lord I never put a disease along you. Satan put a disease along God. you, but Lord said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Oh, that is diseases that are the Egyptians, that are the people in the world that are suffer. You might suffer it as well, just as anybody else will suffer. But we have a key behind it. Amen. And it is said, I am the Lord that to thee. Amen. He said, then he called his name Jehovah Rapha. That means the Lord is my healer. Amen. Lord is your healer for the EPA. Amen. We have a need among this body. I'm thinking about it in uh, the brother of Eba, that is the uh, blind, he cannot uh, see. But Lord, he said, I'm the Jehovah Rapha. Amen. And that Jehovah Rapha is not only belongs to the Israelites, now when Jesus died, yes. all the seven compound names is all laid in him as well. I'm that is that I am Jehovah Rapha yeah. for you personally. Amen. If you believe me yeah. diligently Hear the voice of the Lord thy God. And will do that which is right in his sight. Check yourself. Have you diligently heard his voice? you said yes, I did that. Have you do things right in his sight? Yes, I did that. And Sister Beth, you can listen to this as well. And will give ear to this commandment. Have you done that? Yes, I have done that. Have you kept all oh, this statue? Yes, I have done that. Then they said, All oh, none of this disease that yes. upon the Egyptians will be upon you. Why? Because I am the Lord, that Jehovah Rapha, that will heal it to you. i yes. oh, think about a different need among this as a body. Sister Rena needed a touch from the Lord. Sister Clara needed a touch from the Lord. Brother Milko. Needed a touch from the Lord. Oh, sister Louise that not need a touch of the Lord. But he's a Jehovah Rapha. It's not into the past. It is not into the 50 years ago. But when Jesus Christ died, that is come compound seven, our name is all laid in him. And in this hour, he revealed himself as a Jehovah Rapha. He's a Jehovah Nisi. In Exodus, 17, 15, And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memory in a book, and rehearse it into the ears of Joshua. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar, and called the name of it Jehovah Nissi. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have a war with Amalek from a generation to generation. Jehovah Nisi. that means the Lord, is our banner. He is that incense. He is that flag. He is that standard. When the enemy coming like a flood, he will lift up a standard to the Gentile. He is the one. Jehovah, he is our banner. It's our, that name is laid in Christ, and when we receive him, we receive the Jehovah Nissi. Oh, thinking about it. Sense. What a marvelous thing would the Lord had given it to us in this hour. All those names before can only be claimed partially. Can only be claimed by a certain individual. Can only claim it because Abraham himself can claim his Jehovah Jireh. And then the, the Jehovah Rapha Moses. And Moses, because I'm the Jehovah Nisi. But God kept unfolding, yeah. keep revealed Himself. Yeah. And then He become a Jehovah, my banner. Amen. And then and what does that mean? That means that what the people that you so only can claim a partial but all leading Christ. Amen. And now when you have a Christ, especially in this hour, because the Christ has manifested himself in his fullness. That means all seven compound names is all laid in the word, the person in this hour, and when you receive it, you receive every bit of it in unveiling of it with God. Brother Adam said, "I'm a father. uh, My son cannot claim me as his husband. My wife cannot claim me as his son, as a daughter. They can only claim me as a wife." But in this hour, we can claim everything that God put in this word. He's a Jehovah Jireh, you can claim it because you receive it. You can claim him a Jehovah Rapha when you need it, you can claim it because you receive it. Then he's a Jehovah Nisi, he's your banner. When you're in the battle, the battle is not yours. He said, Jehovah, he is a Nissi. he's a Jehovah, my banner, he's leading the charge. He's fighting the battle for you. It's not you fighting for our children. He's fighting for us. It. It's not you fighting for Satan, but he has already won the battle. He's a Jehovah Nissi. He's my banner. It's not your battle, Juniper, but it's a God's battle. Because he is your Jehovah Nissi. Whatever battle that is, you can claim that. Then he kept revealing himself in Book of Judges, six to twenty-four. He called himself Jehovah Shalom. That means Lord is our peace. Amen. Amen. It's one Gideon that in is a weakness, and it was a, beating the wheat that in the wine press, the Lord Himself showed to him, manifested to Gideon. Then he revealed him, the name is called him a Jehovah Shalom. That means that the Lord is our peace. We probably think about when we're into the weakness, in our weakest moment, we need a strength. Lord, I need a power. But God said, I'm Jehovah Shalom. You just believe on me, you just stand still. You don't have to run left and right, or east and west. You just keep still. I'm the Jehovah Shalom. You just know I am God, that I have all these names that in me. How we need it is a Jehovah Shalom in a time of trouble, that what we have it right now. And He is our peace. Where are we gonna find that at the peace in this world? Nothing you can find of the peace. But He says that Jehovah Shalom. And that also, that name's the Lady in Christ. And when you have that, you have a Jehovah Shalom. And he's your peace. How wonderful to know that when we're in the battle, when we're in the struggle, when the devil throw confusion to you. And the throw the different uh, tactics, uh, the tricks is on you. Said you're not going to the rapture. You won't be there, You're how I, you're. God, you're just an unworthy, the person, and uh, uh, just whatsoever anybody else can go there, but you cannot. But you can stand there on that. Said he's the Jehovah Shalom. Amen. My peace is not to the not to the, the world can give it to me, but he gave me the peace. Amen. Even in my weakest of the moment, he's a still Jehovah Shalom. Amen. Then in in Psalm 23, he revealed himself as a Jehovah-Raw, Lord is my shepherd. No wonder David can sing that uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he leadeth me to the grim pasture, he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod is and thy staff comfort me. He is our shepherd. It's not that any certain man, but he himself is our shepherd. You don't have to be fear. And all this seven compound name is all laid in the Christ, the word in this hour when you receive it. And as I said before, they can only claim a partial of it. Each one can claim the one aspect of it. But in this hour, it's a seven compound name. It's all laid in Christ. You can claim every one of them. That is a Jehovah Tiskanu. Yes. In a Jeremiah 23. Can you see the God unfolding himself? Just further and further and, and further. Jehovah Tiskanu. 23, 3rd, uh, 6 in the Je- Jeremiah. It said, Behold, the day cometh, says the Lord, that I will raise it unto David at a righteous branch. And the king shall reign and prosper and shall eschew the judgment and justice in the earth. In his day Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. That is a Jehovah Tiskanu. It's not your righteousness but he is our righteousness. It's not a not a ability that you cannot achieve, but He is your righteousness. Amen. It's because of Him, make us like sin that would have never, never sinned before. It's because of Him, He justified us, and it said that you're never sin in the first place. Let me go to the last one, and then He revealed Himself in Ezekiel forty-eight and thirty-five. He's a Jehovah Shema. At yeah. a scripture we just read, it was around about eighteen thousand measure, and the name of the city from that day shall be, the Lord is there. Jehovah Shema, that means the Lord is present, or the Lord is there. The Lord is where, in that city. Yeah. The name of that city shall be called. The Lord is there. And the Lord is a present. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. As Brother Thomas preached, to preach, it's a present. He gave his name as a Jehovah Shema. He's the present help in time of trouble. All of that. Think about it. If he's a Jehovah Rapha, but if he's not a Jehovah Shema, what does Jehovah Rapha do to me? It's in the past. What does Jehovah Tishkeno do to me? It's in the past. But then he wrapped it up with that phrase and said, I'm a Jehovah Shema, that I'm a present.
6: I'm a Jehovah Rapha,
5: but I'm a present. I'm a Jehovah the healer, but I'm not a healing for the future, I'm present. I'm a Jehovah your righteousness is not in the past it's not in the future you said I sinned I made a mistake what about in the future I made a mistake he said I'm a Jehovah Sheva your past sin your sin right now your future sin I take them all he said I'm a Jehovah Shalom I'm your peace I'm not in the past what does Shalom do to me if he's not a Jehovah Shammah. But he said, I'm a Jehovah Shammah. I'm going to wrap this whole thing up. And to tell you, I'm not only a Shammah before, I'm not the Shalom before, I'm the Shalom right now. Amen. And in the future, if you go through the battle, the struggle he said, I'm a still Jehovah Shammah because I'm a present God. Amen. That city, the Jerusalem, and he called, he said, He is there. Yeah. His name is there. Yeah. He's always there. Yeah. And he's the an present God. Yeah. The heavenly new Jerusalem is the type of the bride yes. of Jesus Christ. Yes. You are that Jerusalem. Yes. Then he said, You're right, I'm a Jehovah Shema. Yeah. I put my name that in my pride. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. And he said, from that day shall be the Lord is there. What day, this day. When Christ and his bride become one, he said, I put my name attached to it. And my name tell me, Jehovah Shema, I'm there. When you are in a sickness, I'm there. When you're in a battle, I'm there. When you become confused, I'm there. When you got a problem with your family, I'm there. I always there. I was there. I am there. I will be there. Always there. It's a present God. He's the God of yesterday, today, and forever. And He all lay in Jesus Christ. He's a Jehovah Shammah. From that day, when they become a one, he said, I'll be there. I'm there. My name shall be there. He's a present God yes, when trouble presents before you. He's a Jehovah-Jerah, Shra- jehovah and he's also jehovah Shema. That means that he's always the from the beginning to the end, he always see. And what he sees, see, he will provide. Oh, glory. But Abraham said, in the seventh compound name of Jehovah, let me just write put that up over here. The time is long. If he is the Lord provided a sacrifice, then he has got to be the Lord God present in the time of help that's needed. Now, if he's here tonight, to Save everybody from sin, he's got to be present, present tonight to fulfill the rest of this redemptive name. Yes. That's why his name called Jehovah Shema. He's there, he's the present God. When you're in the time of need, he the name of the Lord is a strong tower, as we read. The righteous runs into it and he's a see, save. He has a seven compound name all laid in Jesus Christ in this hour. There's a, nothing can be done for you. But there is an emergency arm. Then what is he? He's a Jehovah Jireh. He's a Jehovah Shammah. Yeah. The Lord will provide a sacrifice. And God is in our presence. He is the present one. And in the need of help. He is here. Lord is our refuge and strength, a very pre- present help. And Brother Bramble talked about his own experience when he was uh, getting lost in, the, in a mountain there. And then he said, you can go in the cave, emergencies is on. Then that's God that's speaking to you tonight, saying, I am your strength yes. and the very present help now in the time of, of trouble. That's why his name is a strong tower. The righteous run into and they are saved. And what is the name of the Lord he gave it to us? It's a perfect name. You know, God's only provided a place of a worship. But Abraham said, and the name is in the word because he is the word. Amen. What is he then? The word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. Amen. The name of God in this hour yes. through the prophets of ministry yes. has a manifest in its fullness. Yes. In its perfectness. That's why the word is a manifest. It's the manifestation interpreted. It's the manifestation of the name of God. And he said and then it said in a question and answer. And the First Corinthians 13 says this. When that which is the perfect yes. is come, that which is in part shall be done away with. Right. So all these little things that are jumping up and down like kids, trying to talk in town, and all those other things. When that which is the perfect, yeah. and we do have today, yes. by God's help, right. the perfect Interpretation of the word with a divine vindication. What do we have? We have the perfect interpretation of the word. That means we have the perfect name of Jesus Christ has been manifest and divinely vindicated by the ministry of the word of God in this hour. If that's a perfect name, that means all the seven compound names yes. that Jehovah in the Old Testament is the Jesus in the New. And the Jesus in the New in the last hour, in the last age, has manifested himself in this perfectionist. Yes. All that is in thy name has been all revealed that in the Word in this hour. And you think about it. Abraham can claim him as a Jehovah-Jarrah. But he cannot claim him as a Jehovah-Shamma. It's not their time yet. He cannot claim him as a Jehovah-Nissi. It's my banner. He cannot claim it. It's not his time. And then Jeremiah can say that the jehovah Tiskenu, But he cannot do it as Ezekiel do. They claim him as the Jehovah-Shamma. But in only in this age we can claim all of them. And I'm going to bring a parable here. He's thinking about it. in the 2000 year, and there's the last age that we have. Just give me a few more minutes, I'll finish here. And in the darkest age, how they want to claim the God that we're having right now. But all they can, in that's the darkest age, is the Lord giving them the morning star. If I should say, they can claim, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I, though I walk through the, the shadow of the dark, the, uh, the valley of the shadow of the death. I will fear no evil. They gladly went into the martyrdom. And then later on, in the loser's age, in the loser, the Lord shining the light on him. And he can see the Lord, is the word is, a, he had a ministry of a justification. And he probably can see the Lord is my righteousness. He can only claim a part of that. And when you come to the Western Eastern age, that he can claim, he said, I Lord, you are my sanctification. And in those days, was the days of a missionary. Hallelujah. They take in the banner of God and the legend of the banner of God go through all the world to missionarize the whole continent. And they probably can, get, can say, Jehovah, he's my banner. Yeah. And when it comes to the Pentecostal age, the healing ministry started and the divine healing, the gift started coming, they can claim he's a Jehovah Rapha. He's my healer. And then they start to bring this and they start to run with it. But only in this age, when the prophets of ministry come, he said, he's here. Oh glory. Only in this age that he can say, He's a here. Yes. It's a my ministry. It's not a ministry of a pastor, not a ministry of evangelists. evangelist, but a my ministry needs to prove that he's a Jehovah Shema. Yes. He's a here, yes. and he's always to be here. Yes. And he it put his name in that city. He said, "I am there." Yes. That's why the embrace of Christ is a mystery of a God revealed in who in you. He's a Jehovah Shemmah. He is there for the Brother for the gale. He is there Brother the He's a Jehovah Shemmah. He wrapped the whole thing up so that he is here. He's a Jehovah Shemmah. Do we need a Jehovah Rapha? Definitely. Do we need a Jehovah Tiskinu? Definitely. But how we need him most, above all, he's here. As long as he's here, he's my healer. As long as he's here, he's the trouble dissolver. He's the way maker, and he's my savior. He's my all in all. As long as he's here, and he called that city, said he's there. He's a the present. He can open the blind eye. Amen. He can heal the cancer. Amen. He can make the limb stand up and walk again. Amen. He can make the missing limb can come back Amen. to that body again. Why? Because he's here.
6: Amen.
5: Is it only here 50 years ago? Or is it right now? Even at the pew Amen. that you're sitting there. The prophet are gone. He announced that he's here. When he's here, the prophet left. And he had done this in the ministry because he has now taken over Amen. and it manifested himself. Do you, Brother Gerland, that he, he is a here? Amen. He is the present help yes, in time of a trouble. Yes. He's a Jehovah Shammah. Yes. Do you hunger? Yes. Do you thirsty? Yes. Why do you hunger, church? Why do you thirst? I told Michael, I said it out today once this service is a milestone service for me. I checked my heart deeply. I said, Lord, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Let me tell you, I've never been so hungry and thirsty like what I have in the last little while. I didn't say that to you, but in my heart of heart, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Do you have to be at a backslider in order for you to be hungry and thirsty? Do you have to have just lost your job or in a trial, then you become as hungry and thirsty? No. You can be as a climax as you are. You can be as at the highest spiritual level you've ever been right now. But that just only created even more hunger and thirsty. You don't have to be become a lukewarm. Then realize the danger, the sound of the death, start to chasing after you. While you are in your sit, while you are raising your hand to lift up your hand, worship him and love him, and something just hunger and thirsty. I told Michael, what I said, I've never been hunger and thirsty in all my life. More hunger and thirsty when I met the Lord in the little trailer there. More hunger and thirsty than me 20 years ago. It's not because I never experienced him. It's not because I tasted him and never tasted him. But just something live inside of me. I'm hungry and thirsty for him. Not just hunger thirsty to give me some new revelation. Lord, I want my life. I want my life to be matched up, worthy for the gospel. It seems like that the coming of the Lord becoming near and closer and closer that we can see the things, the events that happen just so rapidly, one after another. It's not a panic, but it's something in me, Lord. I just yearning and longing after you. Amen. Amen. Why do you hunger, church? Why do you thirst? Is the Father trying to reveal this hidden secret? To you. What hidden secret. Christ. Mystery of God. Revealed in you. I don't have time to go into the unveiling of God. God wants living in you. He doesn't want us. To just repeat after him. He doesn't even want us to. He doesn't even want us to conform. According to the word. He wants to live. Do you realize how different. That when He living in you then you can do exactly the same as a believer can do, but you're only in the confirmation. You can do it exactly like the other believer who got living in them, do it exactly like they did. You can jump like they did. You can shout like they did. But Christ is not living in you. You can do that outside exactly the same, but when Christ's life is not living in you, you don't have it. But do you hunger yes. if you're a hunger if you're a cersei that means your father is trying to reveal himself the secret that christ wants to living inside of you when he live inside of you when you to the brink of a crumbling he's holding you when he living inside of you when he seems that there's no end to the tunnel and he's keeping you. Amen. When he living inside of you, he will do the things that you cannot do. Right. That's what is the message all about. So Brother Abraham said, it's the father tried to reveal the secret. He didn't secret it to you. Let a musician come. But you let so many things get it out of you. You let your job, you let your wife, you let your husband, you let your children. You're that the care of the world. He doesn't even say you're that a filth of the world. It just says that the care of the world. All those things are legitimate. The things that we need to do. Are the daily care that we have to do every day. And you must do it. But don't that take what is the most important, the priority, what God is just wanting, take that out of you. Amen. Those things cannot satisfy you. Instead of you, let some pastor, you let somebody else get that out of you, when you know yeah. that way down in your heart you are thirsty, hungry, yeah. is God trying to reveal it to you? See it revel- see the revelation. The last day is here. If the last day this is here, that's why you're hungry. That's why you're thirsty. As I said, you doesn't have to be, become a lukewarm, you'll hunger in the thirst state of it. You doesn't have to be at the backslide and go the wrong way and you try to repent, you try to come back and to try to when you are writing what you are now, probably the best time that you ever experienced, but if that hunger and thirst inside of you, it only shows one thing: God has more that He wants to reveal to you. not in your hair, not in your head, not in your mind. But he wanted living inside of you. Yes. Then I was thinking about uh, the sanctuary in China. The brother Caleb and then them. And how they, uh, they went through the, the trials. Uh, they went into the, the jail. And when they come to another point. They become a soul. The brother lay, lay in the, the basement. There's no windows. They try to break his spirit. Yes, his spirit to break it away. He's come to a point. To the brink of the... Of the, just as at the brink of a crumbling, he's gone insane. literally, just one hair that he can go just in sin. But how I'm thankful it's not he'll live, but there's a life living inside of there as wicked as he can be, but there is a life living in there. If it was without that life that living in there, what are he gonna be? And I'm thinking about you, my brothers and my sister. If that's the nuts of the life and the living inside of you, what you going to be? Right. But you still hunger. You still thirsty. Amen. What a precious thing that ever be, Brother Victor. That though as good as we are, though as a spiritual, though as we're, we're in the best time, but something the Lord is moving inside of us, we want to hunger and a thirst about Him. That only shows the one thing. He had more for us to have. And it only shows another that his coming is right head at hand, right near to us. Shall we stand? Let's sing a song. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jehovah, Jehovah. If you don't mind, but I remember, said in the How Can I Overcome? He said that the hour is very late, and you do have a good intention, but be caught inside, don't struggle not him that willeth or him that runneth, but God, just that God. You said, "How can I do it? I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. Just that God, just yield yourself to Him, and walk home with a perfect, satisfied faith that what God has promised, He is able to perform. Not joining one denomination, another denomination, running this, that, or the other, tried this. Just yield yourself to God, and walk with Him, peaceful, quiet." Not interrupted, just keep on walking with him. How simple that is. Did you, does the Lord hear the sound of death? That's by yielding yourself to him. Surrender yourself to him. Then he will make what you ought to be. Is that how we can make it. Why? Is he made it. He's the one to do the battle. He got all the name Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Tiskanu, and he is... Jehovah Shammah, if you can put uh, the size on, I want to share a little testimony with you. Our brothers in China, they donated a, a thousands of those uh, mini speaker, the MP3 player. They put it uh, ahead of 32 gig of SD card. They loaded a uh, you can load all, all the English message and played it out. If I put that little machine here, the whole church can hear it, and another little speaker there. And then uh, they donated a 1,000 of them. And so that I'm going to bring to uh, a different country, Rwanda, and Burundi. So Brother Ali Kuzira, and he was just arrived uh, at Rwanda uh, uh, the day, uh, yesterday. And he brought the whole suitcase, 216 of them. And want to give it to the believers in Rwanda. And when he was uh, getting uh, to the custom, then the custom said, no, you have to pay, pay tax for it. And if they have to pay tax, that's a lot of money. I don't think they can uh, even afford it uh, that. And then uh, Brother uh, Ellie ended up uh, the me, said to Brother Murphy, we're in the trouble. Right now they ask us to pay all the duty for all this uh, 216 of those mini-speakers that donated and to the Believers, the brothers is in there. If you saw those brothers, the happiness when they take a the hold of the machine and someone played it right in the church with all their peoples there because they never have this machine, never played the voice of the prophet, translated in the Kirwanda language. And the first time they heard it, they're so rejoiced. Then I, Brother Elias I said, Brother Murphy, let to pray. So I went to pray and I texted the brother in China. I told him the situation. They said we're having a prayer meeting and we're gonna pray. You know, the heart of the king, that in the hand of the Lord, is like the water in the ditch. He will turn whatever he wants him to turn. And so this morning, just as I get up, try to do get a study, and then I got a text from him, Brother Eddie. He said praise priest of the Lord. He said that it led to the whole suitcase out of the office, doesn't even charge one penny at all. When there's a need, when there's an urgency, when there's an emergency, He's a Jehovah Shammah. Amen. No matter what situation that you are in, yes, whenever there's an emergency, rise up. He's always Jehovah Shammah. Amen. Let's sing this all that again. Let's worship the Lord. What a wonderful God that we serve. He's a Jehovah Rapha. He's a Jehovah Riah. He's a Jehovah Tiskenu. He's a Jehovah Jirah. And he's a Jehovah Shema. In the time of a need. He's the present help. In the time of a trouble. Let's sing it all together, Jehovah. Rapha. Jehovah Jirah. If you can. Mr. People, so glad that you could be here. Sister Irene, I think. Yeah. God bless you, Brother Man, Thank you so much. I wish you were the one that, is, that preached for us tonight, but you just come a little too late. <laughs> I don't know if that's a purpose or not. God bless you, Brother Man. Thank you.
7: So, yeah. Amen. Thank you for that message. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Our Lord is so present, so ever near. I want to thank you all for always being there. This is a pleasure I noticed here when I came in. and I knew it was some time ago, but 50 years. I thought, just a little hickey of time. We count time here, but we've heard tonight from the one that's eternal. It doesn't count time like we do. And our little service here like a blink of an eye I remember when I read it 50 years I thought I remember coming to the house and preaching in brother Ed's house 1970 when I back up love I think oh my it seemed like it was yesterday <clears throat> now we're well not all but I'm over the hill so coasting the body is but the soul Oh, we have heard from our theophany how grateful let's thank the Lord today Father thou art so glorious and so ever present Lord you've spoke to our hearts you have comforted us you've strengthened us Lord you've shown us that this eternal life that's beating in our hearts isn't controlled by emotions or by sensations it's the Holy Spirit found a resting place found a place to set in and rest little children all is well All is well. Rest, my little bride. Rest in the comfort of his words. I will never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll be with you to the end of time itself. We thank you, Lord. Bless, continue to bless this assembly, Lord. We're all now looking, knowing that we've got but moments in time. This world is not our home. No matter how it might attack from every area, but we know we've passed from death into life. We've got no continuing city here. We thank you for all the th- glorious things that we've heard tonight. We, as it's written, stir up our pure minds by way of remembrance. Take going back through those glorious footprints and there rejoicing, seeing life word cell to word cell to word cell. A body, word body. How we thank you. Bless us as we go from this building, Lord, but may your spirit ride with us wherever we go in our homes. And I thank you for being here tonight, and ask your blessing on each one. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask it. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. And I bring greetings from the folks in Saskatoon. They said when you go there, we we came for a little wedding, and so we tried to dodge in. I said to the people, I'd I'd like to dodge in here a little bit tonight because I <clears throat> I've known this place for so long, and and uh, getting more of an effort to go get over here, but. Uh, <clears throat> Shalom. God blessing be with you. Amen. God
5: so wonderful. Thank you, Brother uh, Let's maybe just sing uh, our God is tremendous just before we go. Isn't our God is tremendous? Amen. Let's sing that as we mean that our God is tremendous. And so let's sing that all together. you go. He's always there. May the Lord bless you the rest of the, the week and may the made of Jehovah Shammah be with you to your home, to your job site and to your family, whatever that you are. May he be the Jehovah Shammah that everywhere that you go. And I remember Brother Tom for prayer and we hope he'll come back sooner <laughs> not later and until Sunday and if Lord willing Brother Tim going to Read a missionary report. You know my heart just yearning for that. I remember I was speaking at one time I with Brother Timothy on a toko. If this is the last hour, what about the little ones? What about the little children? What about the little sheep that in that Africa and Rwanda and Burundi? Let us not be narrow minded. Yes. You know those brothers that in China that donated thousands of them. That's about a twenty-five thousand dollars. That's only a handful of believer. We do the order of saving and to purchase that. You know what they say? They said we don't want, want our eyes just being narrowed in the Chinese. We have the pastor that has the vision to go the global everywhere. That is the action. Though they never saw Brother Ed personally, they never shake hands, never fellowship, but they catch the same vision. Just as you and me catch it. He said, why let the Cloverdale do all this work? I even told him, I said, we can donate. He said, why you steal with our blessings? So don't come to me. He said, we want to donate to the mini speaker. You donate something else. <laughs> let the blessing be to those Chinese believers. And that's what he wants to do. But let our mind be on God's work. We'll only be here a little, but a little short time. Won't be long until we see you. In the wedding supper of the Lamb. God bless you. Shake hands with each other until we meet each other again.